Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Panic Attacking, the podcast where we look at anxiety through a comedy lens. I'm Andrew Chavone. And I'm Stephen Rogers. This episode we continue, we listen to your feedback, we have our therapist, Dr. Deb, take notes throughout and only give advice at the end. We don't jump back and forth. Uh, <laughs> this episode, I, our anxiety stories include me telling about how anxious I was to go to the bathroom on the way t- to visit my parents after I'm all quarantined and tested uh, during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I talk a little bit about the testing for covid on the uh, holiday and also the uh, anxiety I'm having about shaving my face. (laughs) I also talk about the anxiety of oversleeping and how that can throw you off. And we get into listener topics, uh, which include the anxiety of being a teacher and switching to virtual learning after doing a hybrid. Yes. And also uh, a certain person close to me is worried about me traveling and it ties into my other story. And we talk about what it's like for someone who's nervous about their loved ones traveling during a pandemic. And Dr. Deb gives a great advice about that. Great general advice on how to relax during a pandemic and how all plans kind of go to crap during a pandemic. <laughs> so it's, it's valuable info, everyone. Stay it, this tuned. is a good one. I'm, uh, I'm happy with this one. Our next live show is December 12th at 9 p.m. Gary Veter will be joining us. Oh, cool. And- We'll be having uh, the rest of the uh, lineup announced shortly. Please message us on Twitter or Instagram for the link. Yeah. And the Patreon, again, if you go to our Instagram, Instagram.com slash Panic Attacking Podcast, the link to all that stuff is on our link tree. So check it out. Perfect. Thank you, everybody. And stay tuned for the intro. Stay tuned. Thank you. starts beating really fast. I'm like sweating and trembling. Me too. Me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Panic Attacking Podcast, where we look at anxiety through a comedy lens. I'm Stephen Rogers. I'm Andrew Chavone. Great to be here, everyone. Yeah, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, man. You look wet, rested. I am rested. Um, <laughs> I. You look, you look wascally. <laughs> well, you look wabbity. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh! I shaved my face, and now my face looks different to me, and I hate it. I uh, know you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, I like this look. Smooth. I thought you were going to say, yeah, now you mentioned I hate it too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, your face cha- it changes every, every by the seasons. I feel like, you know, you have the yeah the, dirt, uh, the, the light beard that looks like you tripped into a, a sandbox look. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then, you know, I don't know. This looks uh, this looks like the old you, the one I, I first met, the smooth faced one. Yeah, uh, but now it's like there's so much distance between my lip and my nose. It feels like, but I, I think it's just. Do you feel that way whenever you shave or trim? I mean, I told you the first time I did it was Halloween for for the costume, and yeah, I, I didn't notice anything until I would look in the mirror and I'd be like, "Who's that?" Oh, it's me. <laughs> I'd scare myself, and then. My girlfriend was like, I don't what is going on? This is weird. <laughs> Other than that, I felt fine during the day to day. When I wasn't yeah. looking at my own reflection or a photo of myself, I was fine. Well, I'm gonna I might hide myself view here. Okay, yeah, that's probably good. Yeah, there. Now I'm just looking at you. Uh here's looking at you. <laughs> and if anything comes up behind me, just say something. Yeah. I feel like you and I are couldn't be more on the same page right now. It seems like you have been up for seven days straight. You're you look <laughs> you look tired, you look worn out. How are you doing? It's complete opposite of that. I've slept the most I have in, in months. Oh, I'm, so you just have that I, sleep glow on you. I, I'm overslept. Uh, I'm not used to <laughs> sleeping as much. <laughs> I am really uh, uh, like beating myself up with, with how much I've been sleeping. <laughs> I feel like it's messed up my brain. I'm all cloudy. I can't. I literally, I pounded a whole pot of coffee this morning. I cannot open my eyes. Uh, and the thing is, like, you know, this is my first 
legitimate kind of vacation since the pandemic. Right. Went down, did the, the quarantine for two weeks, didn't leave my house for two weeks. Maddie got tested. So I was like, oh, that's good enough for me. She tested negative. I left right after she got the results. But then the, the anxiety starts where you're like, I have to go to the bathroom. Now I'm going to be at risk again. Right, <laughs> on right. The oh, on the way, on the drive there. On the drive. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. If I had to stop at a rest stop, <laughs> you know, those rest stops were, were a germ source before the pandemic. Yeah, they, they were the pandemic before, <laughs> before the pandemic. <laughs> Right. Yeah. They're the, you know, of course you got to wash your hands near 5,000 people use, you know, there's literally, I don't, if you're not a man or familiar with the Jersey turnpike, there's a row of urinals as far as the eye can see. Yeah. It it looks in the rest stop. It looks like there's just a mirror uh, next to one urinal and it repeats forever. People are peeing like crazy. There's no dividers and no dividers. No one washes their hands. And then they walk out and they walk literally two steps and then they buy a hot dog or a (laughs) Roy Rogers chicken drumstick and then eat it. Like I'm surprised there's not more diseases that come out of there, but yeah. So then I, I stopped in there and I, I, you know, wear the mask. I just really had to pee. And, and then, uh, and then the first guy I see is sitting down. He's not wearing a mask. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? But then I realize if you're eating in New Jersey, you, you're you allowed to take it off. Yeah. So then there's people without masks in this rest stop. And I'm like, oh, my it's God. It's just swashing around in the air. Yeah. Mixing in with crumbs from a Burger King sandwich. and Mixing in from the drumstick that had the pee on it. <laughs> yeah. And that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no door on the bathroom because I guess it's easier for people not to touch it, which I get. But right. literally the stuff from the bathroom can waft out. There's nothing stopping that. Yeah. Is there, you I know. hope we have doors on the stalls. Uh, yeah, well, there are doors on the stalls, but not anywhere else. And there's no ceiling on the stall and there's no floor on the stall. It's all Jeez. open air. <laughs> Might as well take the door off the stall then. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, use it as a shield. It does nothing. It does. It just gives you a sense of privacy, even though you know people could just look in the gap in the stall. Right. Yeah. Man. Like, Who's in there? And, and, but you you feel okay? I feel okay. Just that kind of like gave me an anxiety attack when I went to the rest stop and got back in the car, and I'm like, oh my god. What are you I doing t- to fight off the virus while you're in the the rest stop? Besides the mask. Well, I tried different things. I tried to like find a path of least resistance of people, which was like yeah. around the walls. So I kind of, <laughs> kind of like walked around the wall. Of, you look like the... a jumper. <laughs> Get off that ledge, my friend. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of like shimmied around the wall, but then I'm like, oh my god, this wall has no air circulation. Like the oh middle. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you and the wall. Yeah, so and in my head, I'm like, if somebody coughs in the middle of the place, that could drift over to the wall and just sit there. You know, it's not going, it hits the wall, it just stops. It doesn't, I don't think it bounces. So I'm like, oh God. So that, I freaked myself out. I got away from the wall. <laughs> <laughs> How long is this walk to the bathroom? <laughs> it took a long time. And then I was like, oh, I'm hungry. I got to. Uh, gotta here. get that drumstick i gotta get that drumstick but the chick-fil-a line was long there's no ray rogers i think they're closed <laughs> i don't i don't think they've been in a rest stop since the 80s but uh, <laughs> so yeah i go to the bathroom and i pick up a snack and you know it wasn't a line for that i get that and then i'm like okay great i got the snack but i haven't gone to the bathroom yet so i gotta bring the snack into the bathroom because i can't leave it outside somebody's gonna eat it or cough on it Right. So I bring this like Snickers bar into the bathroom with me. I'm just holding it while I pee and, you know, I don't wash my hands because I'm afraid of the sink. So I, I use the uh, sanitizer station they have one. So I just drip all over that. I wipe it on the, the Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> then I, same thing. I kind of like look right where there's gaps of people and I kind of run through them and, and get back in the car. And that's the only time I got out of the car. But the whole drive, I'm like, oh, I might have been infected. And I, told my dad. <laughs> and then when I got to the got to the house, I told my dad, 
and he's and he kind of looks scared. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Did you get tested though when you got when you got to Virginia? No, I got back at like ten thirty at night on Wednesday. Oh man, your dad like your dad's uh, taking you in, even though he's scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only time I was exposed to people was that rest stop. Right. So I, I don't know <laughs> who's exposing themselves to you at the rest stop. <laughs> they, <laughs> It I sounds mean, like there is I, like I said there's no there's no dividers on those stalls like I told you <laughs> on those urinals. Oh, that's great. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I was freaked out, but no fever. Uh, I'm symptomless. They're symptomless, so I, I think I made it. Great. That's with, wonderful. Without the rest up. Yeah. You, uh, if there was a way I could get tested 10:30 at night <laughs> in a small Virginia town, then I would, but well, that's fair. I didn't really factor that in. Next time, I, I'm, I'm just—I don't. I guess the only alternative is to pee in a bottle. I mean, the least sanitary way you can pee is the most sanitary way. Now, in these times, pissing in a bottle. Doesn't he go high for no reason in that song? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh man! And Thanksgiving was good. Yeah, I mentioned it on the live show, but we, we just talked about the podcast. Like most of the day, oh, we talked right. about my mom and my sister. Both were like, "I think the format at the end is the better way." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, wow, I think so too. that's great!" So, your, oh, mom, on board. your mom must listen to every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, she knows a lot about it. That's great. And then. Uh, and then uh, they asked a lot about you, which oh, I thought was God. funny. Oh, <laughs> God. asked how your vacation was because they listened. <laughs> uh, oh, it was it was it good things? Yeah, it was all good things. All yeah. right, just, good. Just like general questions, like, "Oh, how's he doing? Oh, he's good." They're like, "Oh, he didn't shave his face, did he? That's gonna make <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make him have a gap between his nose and his lip." I'm look. I turned the view back on. It looks like my nose is bigger too. I think uh, the facial hair distracted me for the rest of my face. <laughs> I don't think your nose looks the same, man. Unless you told a couple lies so far. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think this nose has grown. Oh man! I uh, well, that's great. I asked about your mom and your sister at my Thanksgiving, so it worked out. <laughs> I felt that, you know, when you kind of feel things. <laughs> I felt that at my Thanksgiving. I'm like, it feels like Steven's asking about my family. <laughs> How was yours? How was uh, your Thanksgiving? It was good. We had it here in New York. Uh, Caitlin, myself, Jill Wiener, who was on the live show before, um, and uh, three other comics. So there was... I believe seven. Oh, and Peter Wong. So seven of us. Oh, that's it. Yeah, well, I guess that makes sense. That's within the quarantine guidelines. Yeah, fits the guidelines, and we all were tested prior to. Um, your yours is different because it's like you're you got the Maddie test. Yeah, basically. So you knew, and you left the city, but it's like we've got a lot of people that are in the city, all in one place, in a city where there's millions of people. So we made sure everyone was uh, tested and the test lines here are God awful long now. Did you wait in one of those long ones? Yes. Four I, hours. I, I, I had a tweet that said uh, I accidentally got a COVID test cause I got FOMO from seeing I a long that. line. You know, when people see long lines are like, this must be good. Yeah. Just, uh, they stick a Q-tip <laughs> up your nose till your eyes tear up. Yeah. I, I read that. Um, that tweet and uh, all the tweets you've had since uh, 2018 while I was in that line. Uh, <laughs> filed a scrapbook. Yeah. <laughs> tweets. It was the longest line I've ever been in. Uh, even I'm talking like concert tickets, uh, uh, PlayStation game coming out. <laughs> you had to sleep there in a tent. Like yeah. A, yeah. Like yeah. They do a GameStop. I was dressed up as a antibody. And uh, <laughs> like people do when they go to the movies and dress up. Yeah. Um, Did I ever tell you I waited in line to, to meet the guy who wrote Game of Thrones? George no. Martin. It was when that 
his his latest book came out, the Dances with Dragons. Yeah. And uh, it was is that a prequel to Dances with Wolves? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's Dance of Dragons. I don't remember. <laughs> Dances with Dragons. <laughs> I think I think they do the tango. <laughs> Oh, you know, man. You know, hey, you're with... stepping on my wing. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has two left wings. <laughs> this guy dances like he has two left dragon paws. This uh, guy doesn't know his uh, horn from his tail. <laughs> I did watch Dances with Wolves when I was a kid, and I was surprised about the lack of dancing. <laughs> I feel like it was, um, I thought it was going to be a musical, but. Yeah, it had as many wolves as you thought it would, but not as much dancing. <laughs> It has much Kevin Costner as I'd expected, but not a lot of uh, the Mamba <laughs> or Mambo. I don't know which one it is. Uh, Mowgli. That was who was raised by Wolf. <laughs> Mowgli. <laughs> so we waited in this line. It was at Barnes and Noble. They announced on the radio or somewhere that he was signing books. So my, me and my friend went, and it was when the first season came out. So we were like really into oh, the show. Oh wow! Yeah. And then uh, we waited in line and in the line were people, you know, dressed as dragons and they were wearing the shirts with their favorite houses on them. Like, yeah. you know, they, they, they were house Targaryen or horse yeah. Targaryen, as I almost said, uh, dragons on their head or on their face. Pancakes, uh, <laughs> white. Do you know uh, the show? Do you know the show? Bl- of blues. Do you know the show? Yeah, I'm just doing houses. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Georgians, the Victorians, <laughs> the Victorian house. <laughs> I had of pancakes. I thought that was good. Oh, what is that? Oh, the house, house of uh, International House of Pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I was picturing a house literally made out of pancakes. No, no, and I had white. Uh, oh, White House. house. Oh. And then House of Blues. I I was throwing oh. them all at you. <laughs> well, I just thought you were talking about colors of houses, but I didn't. Big like Mamas. <laughs> Big Mamas. <laughs> yes, the Game of Thrones Big Mamas house versus the White, <laughs> the White House. And the battle for uh, Tyler Perryville. <laughs> oh, man, I had Tyler Perry locked and loaded. I was <laughs> Or Martin Lawrenceville. <laughs> yeah, but Tyler Perry's just killing. I thought Tyler Perry had a house of in one. Of, he's made enough movies that I think he's used every uh, noun in a title by now. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, isn't Medea's house a thing? Uh, I think it's just Medea. Medea uh, goes to Halloween. Oh man, it's Medea going th- to places and then. Big Mama's house is just the house with the sequel. Yeah, out. that movie I know, but I've never seen a Tyler Perry movie. Well, I just thought maybe Big Mama's house isn't Big Mama's house a Tyler Perry movie or no? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. So then it's just Medea. Well, the I guess it's thing, the same kind of premise of dressing yeah, up. Yeah, a person. It's a comedian playing more than one character. Uh, uh, like an older woman. They're both that. Big yes, Mama's house. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and wait, did Tyler Perry do uh, Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, just think, we just think Tyler Perry only does old woman movies. <laughs> I think he did all, all the seasons of The Crown. <laughs> yeah, which I was surprised. They changed the actors in that movie, or that series. I've heard there's a thing about it. I know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in a hotel? I just realized this this background I'm a, is different. I'm in a hotel. And I just realized you're in Kansas City. You told me. Yeah. What what what's go okay, we'll get let me just finish the, the George Martin story. Yeah, please. So uh I'm in line and people are literally finishing the book in the line. they they close it and they go, finished. Wow. And they and then he has question, he gives a QA and people are like, I just finished the book. Is this character gay? And he's like, <laughs> No. and i didn't read the book you know i just watched the first season of the show so i didn't know what the heck was going on uh all these questions went over my head and then uh or maybe i did read or uh 
I knew something where this this guy in the first book, you ever uh, or the first season of the show, the the instructor of Arya. I haven't seen one episode of Game of Thrones. You haven't read the, read the book either. No. Okay, so uh, I theorize that this. So maybe I did read a couple books or something. I don't remember, but I knew <laughs> that the teacher of Arya might have been this guy in the the second season who uh, helped her break out of jail or something. Yeah. So then I asked him, I'm like, so, so he's signing books. That's why we're in the line. Yeah. And then I, I got to him and I'm like, okay, I got to ask him a great question. It's my one shot in my head. I'm like, this question will impress him so much that he'll invite me to be in the book or something. <laughs> you know, I don't know. As I, of I, Siobhan. Yeah. <laughs> the, the image is a guy biting his nails. <laughs> sigil <laughs> with a giant microphone <laughs> this huge yeah this huge uh sputnik microphone that i'm holding right now blue snowball everybody don't buy one uh so uh i was so i got i got to him and i'm like um is this character the same as this character and he just goes ah and then he just signs the book he doesn't answer he just makes a surprise face so uh i was like that's better than I thought you were going to say. Which was what? I thought he was going to be like, no, what are you, crazy? That's stupid. <laughs> well, you... he, there's a lot of people to get through at the line, so I think he just wanted to get me out of there. But uh, I think I was right. He, I was right. But did it end up happening? I think it's ambiguous. But yeah, they changed faces and stuff, so it could have been him. I think you impressed him, but he was like, all right, I, I've got 1,400 more of these same-looking guys. <laughs> or maybe he was like, oh, this nerd knows, so I'm going to change it. So he, people are guessing the right facts, so i got to change the book to make it yeah. more ambiguous. And then the, then the next guy comes up and goes, hey, did uh, Tyler Perry make um, Big Mama's house? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, but he dresses up as an old woman. So <laughs> similarities. <laughs> is Medea the same as, <laughs> as Big Mama? <laughs> yeah, yeah. George Martin is like, I don't know what either of those two are. Are they from the same house? <laughs> <laughs> this should be a crossover, a big Medea's house. And I mean, I I, uh, I feel like that's I a thought Medea had a house. I thought Medea I mean Medea's had a house is a thing. But is it big? <laughs> or is the mama big? I think it's medium Medea house. <laughs> meet meet medium. <laughs> medium. The liberal Medea. <laughs> the liberal Medea? Medea? Yeah. The oh. liberal media. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we couldn't be more delirious right now. Uh, oh, yeah. So fill me in on where, where are you and what's going well, on. Well, I got to fin. First of all, I was going to do a joke about how at the end of the book signing, you got a COVID test. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh i forgot this. <laughs> man for the people that don't have video which you can get for ten dollars a month uh <laughs> you leaned all the way back when i cracked that joke i know i hurt my neck <laughs> i have uh cervical traction now <laughs> man I, you look like a crash test dummy <laughs> <laughs> your joke came out of the, the zoom and slapped me in the face <laughs> I'm surprised I got past that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh anyways, uh so we do the uh Thanksgiving at Jill's and um we all you get to, wait, you didn't get the test. You did finish the oh, test. Oh yeah, we're in line for the test. Super long line uh in um I believe Crown Heights and uh the we're crown. in line. What would you say? The is crown. that a house of uh, <laughs> of Crown House? The Crown House is a crossover <laughs> with the characters from the Crown and Big Mama's house. <laughs> Man, Big Mama's everywhere. Uh, <laughs> well, she's big. So uh, we we're in line, and uh, it's like you can see the door. So I'm like, this isn't bad. I've heard only bad things about the lines. We're good. And there's this guy that's doing this thing where he walks out of the line to the other end of the sidewalk, uh, 
width wise, not down the block, just to the edge of the street. So from the building that the lines up against to the edge where the street starts, he keeps pacing that way horizontally uh, and looking at everyone in the line, just glaring at everybody. And I'm like, this guy's weird. And don't you think when you get out of the line, you shouldn't be allowed to go right back in? Maybe, and I'm like, what's this guy's logic? If he stays in a straight line, he's he's fine. If he keeps yo-yoing. Is he by the- himself or is he with a group? That's He's by him? himself. Oh, my God. That's he's highly creep- weird. Creeping me out. And I'm about to. And Caitlin was parking the car. She comes and joins me. And uh, this is like eight in the morning. Wow. So we're like eyes glued shut. We look like you after getting a lot of sleep. And uh, <laughs> uh, eyes glued wearing... shut. Was that by Kubrick? <laughs> Wasn't that the last movie he made? Maybe that's the Medea movie I'm thinking of. Um, <laughs> but uh, then. Um, the nurse comes out. We're out of tests. Oh my god! No tests. So we're like, oh my god! Thanksgiving tomorrow is tomorrow. She's like, I, we only have quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, we can quiz you on COVID, uh, but it won't <laughs> get the results you want. He's like, uh, I mean, we got two options. You got. Uh, uh, Pop and some other one I can't think of. Trivia. See, you can do a uh, reading uh, assignment or a, di- a diorama. What would you like? <laughs> but we have no tests. Um, we got pop and oral. Pop quiz or oral quiz. <laughs> so uh, we jump in the car. Caitlin's like, I think there's one by my old place. We'll go there. Get there. Longer line. Oh, wow. She drops me off and goes to find a parking spot. I get in the line. It's super long. And uh, it's a line so long, it looks like we're waiting to get in a different building because it's it's out of view of the building we're going to. Oh, my God. At that point, uh, go to a different line, I feel like. At that point, we were like, we found a place, and it doesn't seem like they're out of tests. And I think we'll get in there before they are because it was still early. (laughs) Four okay. hours, four hour long, long wait in this line. And uh, there was people, there was a guy there that had a beach chair that he brought that he was just sitting in the chair in the line. It looked just like we were waiting for the, a PlayStation to come out. He, he uh, it, it was <laughs> insane. But we get the test. We're rush uh, ticket. <laughs> We get the we get the test and uh, they're like they're like this is the this is the Rush test. Uh, who is the who is the guitarist in Rush? <laughs> <laughs> you don't say Alex Lifeson. You, you <laughs> they're like rapid test. This is a rabies test. <laughs> um, we uh, we find out we don't have it, so we go about our plans. Go to thanksgiving it's great thanksgiving uh caitlin uh kills it makes a s'mores pie it's amazing jill did the turkey it's it was great peter wong brought ribs which with the the hit of the thanksgiving ribs it was great did he make them or get them he made them and uh he made ribs he made ribs. really he's apartment He's, he has a small apartment. I think that's. I thought that was. Like I think a big they were his ribs. To make those. <laughs> he took uh, them out of his body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, the, we did karaoke where there's a m- microphone that has a Bluetooth speaker in the microphone, so it just connects to your phone. Oh, so nice! A portable karaoke machine. And then that was it. We got drunk. I brought Caitlin home and we passed out. It was a successful Thanksgiving. You sang a song. You ate Wong's Wibs. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> you had a good time. <laughs> How long were you holding on to Wong's Wibs? <laughs> well, when you're finishing up the story, I put it together. Yeah. <laughs> Wong's Wibs. Yeah. <laughs> They're wab- wabbit wibs. <laughs> Waskily wibbits. <laughs> Waskily wongs. 
Wabbit Wibs. <laughs> <laughs> so right now you're in Kansas City, home of the rib, by the way. Is it? Why are you there? I never got an answer. I think it? they, they, it's a big barbecue town. Oh, I'm going to get some barbecue. Um, I'm in yeah. Kansas City. I'm opening for Brian Regan uh, all week from tomorrow to uh, Sunday. Tomorrow, did, I about, did I know about this? Did you tell me? I tell you everything. I feel like I told you, but is maybe this a new new booking or you've had I've this? known for quite a bit, so I probably okay. told you a you long probably, time ago. I was shocked when you were like Kansas. I was like Kansas City. Wow. Yeah, I uh, just came for the ribs, and then, uh, <laughs> I ran into Brian, <laughs> and he was like, "Hey, he's, why don't you open?" He's like, "You don't look busy." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, yeah, I came here for the ribs." Yeah, he's like, "Well, you ate them." Might as well do something else while you're here. Yeah, so I'm here. Uh, so tonight, today's Monday when you're listening to this. Tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday, I'm at the Kansas City Improv with Brian Regan. Then cool. Thursday, we're flying out to Arizona to do a corporate in Phoenix. Oh, way. Wow. And then uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm in Des Moines, Iowa with him at the Funny Bone. Uh, and then I, I come back on Monday. Oh my god, man! Yeah. So the next episode you hear, well, I'll be flying home, but I'll probably have recorded with you before that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we're gonna do another remote then. Oh yeah. Then I have to quarantine for two weeks. Even if you can get a test. The I read up on it. It looks like uh, you, you got to get tested, uh, but you still have to be quarantined for two weeks. How? Why? Why? If, if even if you're, neg- in case I don't know. It's case is a false negative or something. My yeah, my roommate is uh, almost <laughs> done with his two weeks, but he had the same thing. It's not really quarantine if he's with you, though. He's infecting you. That's a good point. But we, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I <laughs> he's he's in your apartment, but he's giving it to you. You're walking around, spreading it all over the place. I'm I'm passing it around like uh, guitar picks at the end of a concert, <laughs> throwing drumsticks like Tommy Lee, <laughs> except they're uh, chicken. Yeah, they got pee on them from a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What you got in when today? Yeah, I just got in, and I'm so tired. Uh, there's no coffee on the planes anymore because of COVID. So, and you have a show tonight? No show tonight. I'm always oh, okay. I always have to be here a day early. You and I have a show tonight, which we'll that's what into- I thought. Yeah, making sure you didn't cancel. No, we'll <laughs> get into- <laughs> we'll get into that on the bonus. Uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> we have a show tonight, and then uh, yeah, and then I'm with Brian all week. Where's the corporate gig? Did you say? Phoenix, Arizona, but I don't know. Uh, it's at a hotel, I think. Or oh, okay, cool. Resort. Uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure everyone here will hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sneak preview. Yeah. So, how are you? What's going on? Yeah. So, uh, 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 did I tell you about the sleeping before the mic was on, or while we're recording? I think while we were recording. Okay, so I'll just get into it. So. Like I, I think you've been hearing about on the pod. I've been having nights where I, I don't sleep at all and terrible sleep basically from March until now because of Corona messing up my schedule. And then, but something here where I know I have no responsibilities Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then today was the first time ever I, I had something to do, but and then <laughs> yesterday, last night we had the live show, but yeah, I, I just been able to sleep like, like a rock. I, I, I sleep. I really, at the end, I wake up, I really have to pee. I have nine or 10 hours of pee stored up. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it feels great, but I'm just cloudy and groggy all day cause I've overslept and, and, and I continue to do it. I continue to oversleep. <laughs> do you set an alarm? No, I, I want to just get squeeze as much sleep as I can while I'm here. Hmm. I mean, I don't. I don't know what. To, I what time are you going to bed? 
Oh, that's the thing. I'll stay up with my mom and dad. We'll watch movies till like one thirty at night, and then I'll get back into bed, fall asleep around two, and wake up around eleven thirty or twelve. So I guess that's just ten hours, but that's yeah, a lot for me. Oh, ten is a lot for me too. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm tell, like sleep seven six or five sometimes. Seven to eight is what it, the goal is. I thought right. Yeah, but even then, I still feel a little bit tired. <laughs> Do you have turkey running through your veins? What I think the what? turkey might have made me sleep more. I think well, I had to switch my diet when I got back to New York. I'll just eat I turkey think... all the time. <laughs> I think at this at this point, you uh, can't blame the turkey. It's been four days. Well, I eat the leftovers, the leftover turkey. <laughs> oh, that's right. Turkey sandwiches. Drinking the turkey gravy for turkey uh, bacon, turkey bacon, yeah, turkey sausage, which never tastes right to me. No, oh, it tastes like turkey. It, yeah, they all <laughs> taste like turkey. The turkey bacon is not crispy at all. It's just a piece of meat. Yeah, or it's jelly meat. It's a bookmark. <laughs> it's a bumper sticker. Draw, draw your the political candidate you want to win on that turkey bacon and slap it on your civic <laughs> yeah yeah it's like a the thing that hangs off a cap and gown <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe that's how they make those they kill a couple turkeys and uh, put them on a hat so that's what's new with me groggy but i feel great i mean mentally i feel uh i mean obviously i'm physically groggy but I think I'm mentally kind of. It's not of, clouding uh, your head. A little bit, but not uh, like I'm talk- talking to you right now. I, I don't. I'm not too cl- too groggy. Great, right? No, you yeah. think I'm a, a step off? Uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like when I say groggy, I think groggy all in the head. I don't feel groggy in my body. Yeah, so uh, I'm headed back. Tuesday at this point, so I'm gonna get one more night a good, two more nights of good sleep, <laughs> and then I'll be ready to not sleep again and and be miserable from that. Do you set alarms ever? Yeah, during the week I will. Yeah, what time do you get up? I have my alarm set for eight fifty, but I'll wake up at seven because I'll have to go to the bathroom and not be able to go back to sleep because it's sunny, mm. you know. <laughs> not the sun's Maybe you in the should be inside. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a good point. I should stop going to the outhouse. <laughs> Wait, is there a gaggle of birds near you? No, why? Oh, they're near me. I just heard a bunch of squawking. Oh, thank God, he's freaked me out. <laughs> I don't hear any. I don't hear any birds coming up on your mic, though. Oh, that's great. Perfect. Uh, yeah. I should Remember, mention my hotel is also aviary. <laughs> yeah. It's the bird watching capital of Kansas city. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Just sleeping. You know, I got to visit with the family, just kind of just unwind, which feels weird to unwind after the, basically the pandemic when you're kind of doing nothing. Anyway, I'm taking a, I'm like a Seinfeld bit. I'm taking a break. From doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot of you are asking, what do I do now? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> What's the show about, Jerry? Nothing. <laughs> you, you, as soon as you do something, you're out of your nothing. <laughs> uh, and that makes me drop my everything or something like <laughs> But it feels good to do nothing at a different place. I feel like that. Yes. That's what was great about the cat skills. I felt that way. Yeah. So I'm at the dog, um, <laughs> the dog uh, novices or <laughs> the dog amateurs. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm laying on a different couch, watching a different TV. Yeah. Inside same a shows. different, same shows, different house. I'm in a different place, different sleeping in a different bed. So I feel like that's wow. kind of uh, And you're sleeping, out. you're sleeping in a bigger bed or the same size bed? Same size bed, but I'm not sleeping with Maddie. So I got more of the bed. Oh, double the bed. Yeah, really? 
That's all you need. You don't, you don't need to upgrade a bed. You just need to kick out your partner. <laughs> Swing your partner. Get some rest. <laughs> Try a beauty rest. <laughs> With that microphone in your head, it sounds like you're doing a 1930s commercial. <laughs> beauty rest, folks. The best sleep of your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Minus four springs in one mattress. <laughs> we uh we should get into uh the uh the topics we've got. Okay, well are we gonna bring in Dr. Deb before the topics or what? Yeah. Okay. I, I was using that as a way to start that introduction part. <laughs> okay. Um but do you want to so, introduce uh our uh our special guest? Yeah, so uh, we're going to talk about her in the intro, but yes, we switched up the format, as the listener said. Dr. Deb has been listening, taking notes. Dr. Deb, what are your thoughts on what we talked about this week? <laughs> what has made us anxious as, as the, from a psychology standpoint? Well, hi, everybody. And Hello. I'm happy to, happy to see you and uh, partake. So you have... Uh, discuss traveling again Stephen being in Kansas City and uh, Andrew traveling so the COVID virus fear is uh, still with us pandemic as we say Mm -hmm. Um, Andrew's uh, discussed some holiday bliss and catching up on uh, some rest (laughs) yeah yeah you sound biased what do you think of the groggy uh feeling of sleeping too much what is that well it's, it's probably not just the sleep it's the lack of activity well, that's true you know, when, <laughs> yeah <laughs> visiting people you just don't have the activity or the responsibilities you don't have your daily have to's um so mm-hmm. you're the whole day is more sedate i guess you could say yeah i'm not even cooking food my parents are and I, I finish the dish. They wash it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> inactivity breeds inactivity. And sometimes uh, when we're not active, we just um, are more tired. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I haven't really been leaving the house that much. That makes sense. Cause th- did a lot, of, didn't a lot of people go through that during the beginning of uh, like the pandemic and lockdown and stuff like that? Right. And well, because most people, you know, with going to work every day and getting their children off to school every day, they're, they're quite active. And that came to a screeching halt. Right. Yeah. 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 That, that definitely messed me up at the beginning and ripple effect throughout the whole thing. (laughs) That's kind of the purpose of vacation, right? To deescalate and, Mm -hmm. Uh, quiet down and allow yourself to rest. See, that's the the one thing that uh, being away in somebody else's house it gives you permission uh, to just uh, relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been doing that's that, and uh, it's probably what you need. I think I feel that way too. Yeah, my, my brain's growing or uh, <laughs> healing. My brain's healing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's growing like that uh, microphone. <laughs> yeah. That was a good burn. Oh, man. Doc- <laughs> even Dr. Deb's on the microphone uh, roast track. <laughs> the hate and the bad I, wagon. I love it. It does look like the Death Star, really. It's yeah. a circular microphone. And- it looks like the Iron Iron Giant's uh, Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> You said it looked like Wally's eyeball too. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and this, but that's good that uh, advice, Doctor Deb, because if we, you know, unfortunately, if we do go back into another lockdown, that's good for our, everyone to know going into it that that might happen again. The not doing anything causing grogginess. Yeah, well, our have to list uh, really gets uh, shortened or less have tos, right? So, I mean, I, I think it was a good thing for many people to be forced to just uh, 
take things easy for a while and slow. That's great. And the way uh, the two of you have suggested, you know, with social anxiety, uh, being out and about makes people anxious and that anxiety is exhausting. Uh, so just having some uh, quiet introverted downtime uh, can be uh, restoring. Yes, for sure. Yeah. That's great. But that's not, not gone. That's not what's going to happen to you this week. Right. <laughs> Steven in no. Kansas city and Arizona. Yeah. I'll be uh, bouncing around uh, quite a bit this week. And um, I find that can be recharging, but it might be the comedy that recharges me and not that other stuff. But um, did, did uh, have you seen Brian? Have you hung out with him yet? Uh, no, I'm going to tomorrow. He, oh, okay. he, I always get in a day earlier than him. Because I know in the last episode we had that FOMO topic of when he asked you to do a gig and at the last minute you said no. Yeah, I, I uh, did you ask him about it? I'm I'm planning on apologizing to him when I see him. <laughs> uh, I think he knows I hate turning down work. Um, but uh, I heard and I heard from the tour manager it was a fun weekend. So I was like, ah, oh, but oh, that, that's always the worst. But I think uh, what you're going through this week and what Dr. Deb is saying is what is true for what happened to me last week. I needed that vacation. I came back rejuvenated and now i'm ready to uh work yeah well i've been busy a whole a lot yeah. of stuff to do before christmas so i'm all uh, this is great for me too yeah it's always a crazy time of the year between thanksgiving and christmas because everyone's like trying to work before to get all their stuff done before the end of the year and a lot of stuff pops of up and i mean i'm not going to do any black friday shopping at a mall but no, because <laughs> God bless anyone who did. Uh, good, good for you guys. You, you got your PlayStation fives. They're all out of stock. I'm trying to buy one. They're all gone. I can't find one. Oh my gosh! Yeah, for yourself? Yeah. Oh, they're expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Doctor Debbie, you have anything about Steven's stuff or? Or no? Okay. <laughs> well, we'll just get into listener topics. These are these, we got some good ones. Okay. Did she speak and I didn't hear it? No, I think I, somebody was frozen. I didn't get the question. Oh, okay. I mean, oh. I said, Doctor, do you have anything about Stephen before we move on to uh, listener topics? Yeah, let's do the listener topics. I don't have okay. anything else. Okay, great. Perfect. Uh, this comes from, uh, Lauren Serpa photographs, uh, suddenly switching back to virtual teaching after weeks of hybrid schedules are changing over Thanksgiving and virtual begins tomorrow. Uh, Do you know where, do you know where she, she is? Mm. Uh, Is No, I'm checking right now. Uh, Richmond. Oh, Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I feel I feel for teachers. My heart really well, and parents too. This is kind of a yo-yo, isn't it? We're on, we're off, we're on. Right. And, um, New York just closed last week, and then I saw that they're opening December seventh on some sort of part-time schedule. And uh, here in Virginia, it's a uh, it's similar um, with what the the uh, caller is saying about going uh, hybrid or going virtual or going, you know, two days a week or however they do it. So uh, teachers and um, parents, uh, they, it's very discombobulated. <laughs> and and yeah, for like people that make us, uh, people that make a, a schedule, you know, live by schedules, I, I feel, feel for them. It's it's very disruptive and unpredictable. Well, do you have any advice for people and, uh, doing that, switching from the hybrid to the virtual? Well, it's like we, we said before about 
you know, making backup plans. So now backup plans are kind of routine, right? They have a A, B, and C plan. Um, that's how we really have to function these days to have uh, backup plans. Right. And to uh, allow some sort of uh, flexibility, but some of the techniques we've talked about, um, like uh, meditation or relaxation or exercise, there has to be a way to actively funnel and channel stress uh, because it, it's it's more of a covert stress situation. It's like you can't always put your finger on it. It's more like this uh, subtle, continual uh, frustration about with the unpredictability. So I think developing that resilience um, through having outlets, um, but developing a schedule that has flexibility within it and a backup plan um, is what we're just going to have to do for a while. So like the backup plan would be all virtual learning. Is that what you mean? No, I mean the backup plan about your, your day-to-day activities, like for parents to have a backup plan of a relative or uh, someone to help with the children, uh, that, that kind of thing. Um, backup plan for working at home versus going to the office. Um, the, you have to have this uh, flexibility and and know that you might only be able to plan 24 hours ahead of time. Like, okay, tonight at 10 p.m., I know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you can't really block out your whole month. No. No, you can't. And that's uh, quite frustrating uh, for people. Man. Wow, that was helpful well, for everybody, cool. not not just uh, <laughs> teacher. That was great. Yeah, it's crazy how one topic one topic can uh, reach a bunch reach a bunch <laughs> yeah, of people. That's right. Hey, one well, topic can I, be very broad. I think it's important for uh, the audience to 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 take some time to think about. Okay, so. Uh, what can I do to channel uh, my stress at the same time to build my resilience? And we talked a couple of weeks ago about uh, positivity, being able to uh, make a list of things that are going well. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes keeping a gratitude list, like before we go to bed, uh, three things uh, I'm grateful for, or yeah. three things I accomplished today, uh, just helps uh, to build the resilience. And, you know, taking times like Andrew was talking about, opportunities for rest mm-hmm. um, and making them deliberate, you know, like, okay, this is a time where I can uh, get some rest and relaxation. Wow. I don't know how to deal with virtual learning, but that's all good advice. It's good advice in general. (laughs) The thing about about virtual learning is is the the teacher has to prepare those uh, teaching plans and the parent has to prepare if they go to work at the same time, are they having, you know, their children at home uh, with virtual learning? Um, So, to be able to do that, you have to have two plans for the day for tomorrow or next week. One for just in case uh, we go back and one for uh, being at home and, and teaching or learning virtually. We, we have to have two sets of plans. Yeah, I, I, uh, I totally understand. Maybe we should teach a virtual class to Andrew on oh, yeah. what what you're saying because uh <laughs> he's not kidding oh i i'm getting it now i i got it <laughs> <laughs> took me a second i <laughs> know i'm just teasing you dr deb was killing it um <laughs> it made, made me feel you it motivated me i'm like all right tonight i'm gonna plan two different versions for tomorrow just <laughs> in, just in case the shows don't happen or if they do happen i think that's a great because uh, we don't know what's going on right now, and it's going to yeah. be like that for a little bit. I got my A, B, and see you later plan. 
Yeah, yours, your A is okay. I'll sleep for 10 hours. My <laughs> D is 11 is, hours. <laughs> C is I'll sleep for 11 days. <laughs> Man, talk about a dream. Great. <laughs> yeah, you'd have a couple. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this next one, in the spirit of uh, not acknowledging who people are, Rick Rogers wrote in, uh, uh, <laughs> nothing? I thought that'd be funny. I'm laughing. At just... Uh, Dr. Deb is listening uh, on speaker, so it's echoing. <laughs> Dr. Deb is in I'm our in, house. I'm in your house. <laughs> Hold on. Look, what a lovely home you have. <laughs> I, can, I can just hear the echo. So uh, just, You can just, hear the echo still? No, now she's moving somewhere. But uh, she's I'm blasting our, our Zoom at full blast. Ah, I was going to play with it. I was going to go, are you done in there? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, okay rick rogers wrote traveling during the pandemic or having a loved one travel during the pandemic Hmm. and i'm i've been looking at that tweet for a little bit still can't figure out who it's about but uh is it about you going to kansas city yes yes oh uh my dad's nervous my mom is definitely nervous uh my, been, wow uh but it's it, i i'm a cautious person but that is a good uh subject to talk about for anyone that has to do it because i have to still make money in order to live where i live you gotta get that playstation 5 somehow <laughs> i should never have brought that up <laughs> the money i'm making is for rent <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> um yeah what uh advice do you have dr deb for maybe people that are traveling during this or, and are people yeah people worried people worried for the people that are traveling oh she's well i think um i i think parents never stop worrying about their kids going away or or traveling and right uh, so that's a uh, that's pretty much a, a constant. So one of the things that can help for that type of worry is distraction. Um, trying to get involved with other things uh, to take mind off of it. Another is uh, using uh, the cell phone for for FaceTime or calling, mm-hmm. um, like texting on arrival, maybe to allay yeah. the other person's fears, <clears throat> or uh, you know having a, a scheduled uh, call in uh, for for reassurance. Another is to avoid. Uh, catastrophizing, you know, be paying attention to the what ifs and not uh, having uh, the what ifs. Um, But you could change uh, the what ifs to something positive rather than say, what if something bad happens? Uh, What if, uh, you know, it's successful? How can we celebrate uh, when coming home? Mm -hmm. Uh, Just really pay attention to the thoughts that trigger uh, the anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That makes me feel good because most of it we're doing. I uh, constant communication, the message, Hey, I'm at the airport. Sometimes they beat me to it. They're like, have you left for the airport yet? And I'm, uh, and I, but I do let them know, Hey, I'm at the airport now. Hey, I'm boarding and Hey, I've landed. Oh, cool. Okay. And- yeah, that's, that's good. Cause sometimes, um, you know, we, we have to be conscientious of another person's anxiety. Um, yeah. so it, it can, uh, some people might have a tendency to think, oh, why are they always checking up on me? Why don't they know I'll be just fine? I do this all the time. Right. Uh, ra- rather yes. than think that way. Right. Uh, to, to think of how the other person does worry and have anxiety. And what can I do to just alleviate their anxiety? And a, a quick text um, is uh, really helpful. Yes, I agree a hundred percent. And sometimes I heard this story of um, uh, 
a like a mother-in-law of a, a you know she just gave away her son and married so the mother-in-law kept calling the daughter-in-law all the time have you done this did you cook this for dinner or how are you taking care of him or are you blah 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 you know uh, checking on if the daughter-in-law is replacing her well enough um so the daughter-in-law uh, got an idea because the call constant calls were intrusive so she uh set a timer mm-hmm. and every morning at seven o'clock she called her mother-in-law uh to keep her on the phone to tell her everything that she did the day before and what she had planned for the day so after about three days the mother-in-law says you know you don't have to keep calling me every day at seven o'clock so it kind of worked wow. in reverse yeah wow just overwhelm them until they get annoyed with you. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> That's right. So you just turn turn the situation around and things calm down a little bit. Yeah, I like uh, letting people not worry. And I think it's because I know what that feeling feels like. And I want to not be the cause of anyone else's worry. Right. Like, but, but, for the, but for the worrier, uh, I, I think distraction uh, helps a lot. And um, just uh, trying to re-engage themselves and what's going on uh, uh, in the here and now situation. Uh, trying to really focus on the here and now. Uh, and that tends to kind of slow things down. So you're not as fearful for the person who's away. Yeah. And in a practical term, I, I was reading that on the plane, it's very low risk of Corona transmission because of the ventilation and right. Are you doing the separating of seats in the middle still or no? Yes. Yes. So that's good. I mean, I feel like flying is, is very low risk to get it. I mean, it's all about big groups of people and not wearing a mask. I feel is the thing to be well, and and the virus seems to uh, be less of a political. There seems to be less of a political agenda. So I think people are able to hear better uh, that precautions are important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're able to to focus more about that. And it seems like the governors are getting more uh, engaged in informing people of what's going on on a week to week, at least a week to week basis. Yeah, I agree. These are getting better. Yeah. The prevention techniques are getting better, but I feel like the plane is always kind of safer. Yeah. Well, now we're, uh, we're finally in a uh, place where I feel safer on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait till snakes get on there. (laughs) Uh, well, thank you, Dr. Deb. Uh, that's the uh, only topics we have uh, today, but thank you so much for being here and, and for listening and uh, dealing with us. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll let you get back to washing the dishes or whatever you were doing. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Dr. Deb. And, uh, it's a, a full moon tonight. And oh. I hear it's pretty bright, so people could do some stargazing. Uh, a, a little bit. Oh, that's yeah, we nice. Have some, we have some listeners uh, that are into that. They post on Instagram. Yeah, well, right now I'm looking at Andrew holding uh, something the size of a moon. So <laughs> we're sort of. <laughs> I mean, every time I hold this up, uh, there's uh, going to be a tsunami in Japan <laughs> and the, from the title Lunar Forces. Oh, man. Uh, well, thank you, Dr. Deb, for being here. Um, and, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, our next live show is December 12th at 9 PM. And, uh, Andrew, is there anything? Yeah, just, uh, the Patreon $5 a month, patreon.com forward slash panic attacking for all your Patreon needs. Yes. Oh, also get you four episodes. Uh, if you want the link for the live shows, start going to the Eventbrite. It's a lot easier for us to give it all to you at once. Uh, we can start being more efficient with the uh, the links. I believe is that isn't that true? Well, you won't get the link to the Zoom. You'll just be on an email database. So just, I feel like we can do it the way we were doing it. Oh, we're fine with the way we're doing it. 
Yeah. Okay. Great. I, was I don't get the, I don't get the link to the Zoom until you give it to me, which is like the day before. Well, I can start doing it earlier if it's better to do it all through Eventbrite instead of messaging people individually. Uh, we'll do we'll do keep doing it the way we're doing it. Okay, great. All right. So, just, so uh, if you already got the link, we're gonna DM it to you again. Yes. So if you aren't already someone that gets the messages for with the link, messages for the link. Otherwise, it's just gonna stay the way it is. And the same regulars are going to get the links. Because I, I email it on, on Eventbrite the day of. Yeah. Just in case people join the Eventbrite at the last minute, then they all get it at once. Great. Perfect. Okay. Well, now you know how the sausage is made, everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, turkey sausage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, stay tuned for the outro. Stay tuned. Thank you, everybody. starts beating really fast. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Really appreciate all the support. If you like the podcast, please share it. Uh, tell all your friends. Give us a high rating. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. And uh, we're on social media. I'm uh, at NotSteveRogers on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Steven Rogers Comedy on Facebook and StevenRogersComedy.com. And I am on uh, Twitter, A Chavone, S C H I A V O N E. And on Instagram, I'm Andrew Chavone, same spelling as before. On uh, Facebook, I'm Andrew.Chavone. And my website is AndrewChavone.com. Perfect. Thanks for listening and see you next week, guys. See you next week. Thank you.